Hello everyone, welcome to the Dear Journey podcast. Today we're going to be doing episode 3 of the series, Where I Live Has Changed Me. So this is episode 3 and we're going to be talking today about relaxing in Florida. Today I have a special guest, my husband. Guest? I thought I would lived in here. Uh, do you forget that you <laughs> fell asleep last time? Well, that's my bad. Okay. So yeah, so today we're going to talk about relaxing in Florida and how that has affected our... Um, our living here in Florida, how we had to get adjusted, and how different life has been. So, Ale, is there anything that you want to tell my guests before we continue? Other than apologizing for falling asleep last time, I mean, it's just, uh, <laughs> my bad. It's a long day. It's okay, babe. We just wanted to make sure that we were aware that, you know, you did fall asleep. But, we forgive you. Obviously, you're here again. Um, maybe you can be a permanent. Maybe not. Let's see. We'll see. Let's see. We'll see. All right. So relaxing here in Florida. So let's just say um, a brief update that um, if you haven't listened to the prior episodes, I talk about how we moved to Florida. We made a decision. We were here in August and we moved to Florida in three months. We were here in December um, because we were promised a job when we got here. Um, it wasn't until a month and a half later that we actually got that job and started working. So when we first moved here, um, we were on complete vacation mode, For right? Um, the second episode, I talk about growing up in Newark. Um, I did bring in a guest on that. Uh, actually, I didn't bring you on to that one. I brought you into how we moved here. And I, was, the I, was supposed, I was supposed to uh, uh, be in the episode to speak about my experience. Growing up in Union City, but nah, 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 I couldn't nah, nah, make nah, nah. it. You didn't make the cut because you wasn't doing good in the first one, oh, which is about please. talking about how we moved to Florida. But anyway, um, I grew up in Newark. Alejandro actually grew up in Union City, and he didn't actually move down to Newark until we got married. So El who? El who. Uh, <laughs> and how it was a transition from, for him, even as an adult, to move to, to Newark. But anyway, he missed his opportunity, maybe in the next one. Um, today, we're going to talk about relaxing in Florida and how it has been tough. You know, um, it took us our separation that I talk about in the very first, first few podcast episodes in 2017. Alejandro and I um, didn't learn to relax until we almost lost our marriage. Um, and that's because... We come from the rat race, right? We come from New Jersey, New York, um, Philadelphia, working lifestyle where you either work, you go, 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 or you get left behind, you know, and and the name of the game is... The hustle. Yeah, you hustle. Hustle is the name of the game. Hustle till you die. <laughs> hustle till you make it, maybe. Um, um, and we just were always working, you know, always in the hustle, waking up mad early, having to get to work, getting home very late, having very, very, you know, limited time with our children back in Jersey. And when we moved to Florida, we were hoping that just making the move, that life would be different. And what we quickly learned is that that's not true, you know? Um, Ale, Ale said it the best earlier. He said, um, you are either, you choose to be in the rat race here or you choose not to be a part of that rat race when you move to Florida, because there's op obviously opportunity for you to be in the rat race, to be in that go, go fast paced mode, but it's not necessary. 
mm-hmm. right? Yep, absolutely. Um, Alejandro has been working. Uh, he worked a corporate job um, since he got here. For so a year, year and a half, almost two years. So, do you want to tell about your experience working in the corporate world here in Florida and how 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 different that was from how different it was from New Jersey, and then your experience with the people, the work ethic, etc. So, um, my experience here is I worked in a command center, basically a call center where we uh, kept in touch with technicians that were out in the field. So you kind of coordinate how their day goes and and they report back to you or whatever. Um, And being from where I grew up and how my work ethic is set up, um, you know, everybody would be like, like to live up north, you have to be at 100. But to live down here, you could be at 50 and be at the you know at the speed that that it is down here. So basically, I had to work down from a hundred and maybe go to sixty-five, where I was still shining brighter than everybody else, but I was still relaxing compared to where I was um, back home, back in back so, Florida. So, so for those who may not understand um, Alejandro's terminologies, a, a breakdown, <laughs> right? Is that if you're working at one hundred percent in New York? Here you could work at 65% and still seem like you're working at 100% because people here are extremely, extremely slow, yeah, okay? Sure. Um, and and at that same job that Alejandro was working, I actually got a job at that same um, uh, business working from home. And what I had to do is coordinate um, all the different locations that he was working with the contractors and making sure that those locations had all the materials that they need. So when his contractors were going to the site, they had the things that they needed to make that place function. Um, and I remember working with this young lady who's from here, from Florida, and she would say to me, like, Christine, I gave you a work, excuse me, a work, a week worth of work, and you did it in one day. Like, I don't have that much work for you, for you to go be going so quickly. Like, you know, you have to, it's okay for you to slow down, like take it easy. You know, I would send out all of my emails and do all the things that I would have to do. I had a list of things that I did. I emailed to cover my butt. Like it was just so New Yorker of us to be kind of like ahead of the game, documenting everything, making sure that we gave absolute our best. And it took us a while, right, to get into the rhythm of not having to kill ourselves, you know, not having to put in any extra hours or extra minutes to give that kind of report that we may have to be giving back in New Jersey, if that makes any sense. Um, and, and we refer to New York a lot because we grew up right on the border of New York. So we worked in New York, yeah. right? I live in Union City, which is literally when you come out the tunnel, you're in Union City. The Lincoln Tunnel. So the Lincoln Tunnel, sorry. Um, so for us, going to New York was like, going to what would be the downtown here right right we didn't really have a downtown well newark does but not bergen line is like the downtown buzzling not as you know as popping as what new york would be um right so that's what we refer to new york a lot we're not from new york we're from new jersey Mm -hmm. um and and that's just but we're pero en verdad, en verdad, es que los dominicanos saben que New York es the place to be, right? I think that's instilled in us that yeah. 
New York is New Jersey. New York is up north in that vicinity of the tri-state area. That's New York, right, for the average Dominican. So thank you for clarifying that. That was a great um, clarification. Mm -hmm. So for us, we really had to learn how to get out of the rat race. And that really took us a long time. Um, And another thing that we had to learn is that everybody is not on our speed. You know, our coworkers are not at our speed and we I think that we put a lot of pressure on them to kind of like come on hurry up let's go and they're looking at us like chill dude chill like (laughs) this working going away we're gonna come back tomorrow and the work is gonna be here and unity relax and I'm gonna go fishing at lunchtime and I'm gonna go to the beach after work like you know slow your roll like relax and it took us a long time, but it's only because of where we come from. My mom actually told us a story about somebody at the gym that's from Arizona and told her, she told my mom that the people here in Florida are super fast. And we all laughed like, this is super fast. You would die in New York because this is a very, you know, slow paced kind yeah, of environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that goes to show perspective, you know, so that's why we give you our journey so that you can make the you know, the right decision if you ever wanted to move down here to Florida. Um, another thing that we had to learn is that not everybody is out to get us. Like, people are not stealing the radio out of the car, you know, like, people are not going to leave us on blocks, on bricks, because they're stealing our, our tires, our rims. You know, like, it's a very living, different kind of lifestyle here. And, and you know, we had family come visit us all the time from Jersey, and it's like, did you lock the door? And you know, I have an aunt, well, it's Alice's aunt, but I call her my aunt too, who like when she came, she had like a broom at the door just in case somebody tried to open it because then we can hear the rockets. Oh, yeah. You know, Imagine, so... She, she lives in a... In a- in a she lives down, yeah, in, in Florida, and not in Miami, not in the hood, nowhere near the hood, in a very nice area. But you know, those are just things that are ingrained in us, right? And 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 for her, she didn't learn to relax here in Florida, whereas we're learning to relax because one of the main reasons we left is because we wanted to enjoy life, like we wanted quality of life, and the only way that you can truly get a quality of anything is learning how to live in the present. And not worry so much. So that's what we have been able to do. Obviously, she hasn't done that, but we still love her just the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people that would come down, did you lock the door? You, you know, um, did you close the garage? Are you locking this door? Are you doing this? You know, and it's just like, yeah. we've learned how much we have um, adapted to this area. Not necessarily that we did that we changed, but because when we go up north, because we drive all the time. You know, it's not like we're leaving things in the car when we're in Jersey. Like, we're well aware of our, our of our surroundings. I mean, I am notorious for leaving my purse in the car without a care in the world. And maybe I shouldn't be like that, but we live in a gated community. All of the neighbors here, we speak. We know each other. You know, we kind of, like, have each other's back. So there's a, a good camaraderie, in a sense, right? Um, but it's not the thing to do. I'm not saying you move anywhere in Florida and you can do that. Just where we live in specific, we chose a place that where we're going to feel more or less safe. Um, and, and, and just a little disclaimer, not that it's not a, a good habit to lock your stuff and lock your garage and, 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 you know, lock, make sure your windows and doors are locked or whatever the case is, because, you know, every once in a while, there's a possibility. There's always a possibility. Absolutely. There, there will always be a possibility. Um, but it's not a life or death kind of thing. Like, okay, if I, if I leave my car unlocked in Newark, 
I'm, I'm almost sure it's gonna be gone. And it's not that they're targeting me. They just survivor mode. They just click on doors and, and they do it. And, yeah. And you know, you just have to kind of keep yourself out of that scenario so that you can. Yeah, I think when we go to downtown Tampa or any other place that, that that's not this, com- you know, home, we're absolutely aware of locking our doors, not leaving anything in the car that's visible, etc. We're just explaining that where we live currently, we don't have that stress that we're, that you know, that something's going to happen to us. You know, it doesn't mean that we don't have our six senses. It doesn't mean that, you know, our spidey senses are not tingling. It's Always not tingling. any of that. <laughs> it's just, we're just much more relaxed. And I think it's, it's amazing to not have that stress, you know. Um, another thing is that people are not the same, you know. People are a bit more bubbly here, very talkative, very slow, you know, Alejandro had an experience the other day. He was trying to get the rent money from the bank, right? Yeah, and I'm trying to... I'm in a hurry because the the the, the building manager office is about to close. Um, so I'm in a hurry at the bank, and they're like, oh, yeah, so, you know, how is this? And they're kind of joking around. And I'm kind of joking around, but I'm like, okay, yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, thank you. And, and I need this like this and like that. But they're kind of like just... They're on a different wavelength. Yeah. They're like really mellow. And and you know what? And I think it's I think it has to do with the sun and the, the water, the sea, and, and that because it's extremely hot, it gets really hot and humid. Just just you have to go slow. You can't go fast. If you go fast, you'll get a heart attack. <laughs> I mean, that's just what I've what I've been learning along right. the, the time, my, my experience here. So Yeah. Um and you know and We've had experiences where, yes, people are bubbly. And, yes, you know, here in the in the north or back north, we would say people in the south are a little bit too happy for us, a little bit too friendly. And, you know, and some of it is a facade. You know, it's not always that they're super friendly. They love you and they care about you and they, you know, want the best for you. But it is a facade, so you do have to be careful. Um, but it's not like people are... People are not mean mugging you every two seconds. You yeah. know, it's not like you have to have a, a resting bitch face 24-7 so that nobody misconstrues what you're trying to, <laughs> you know, uh, what who you are and what you are, how tough or how, you know, it, people are just bubbly, happy, and they're excited. They're relaxed. You know, they're definitely on another wavelength than we are back north. Um, work is different. The lifestyle is different. You know, Alejandro and I have been blessed that... He is an entrepreneur. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. We, he went from corporate to owning his own business where he is now, you know, his business is, is thriving more than it was in New Jersey. And it's it pays the bills, you know, our lights and we have the roof over our head. We have cars. We have responsibilities. We're full adults. And, you know, those those businesses are supporting us. So that gives us the, the leisure, the luxury of spending more time together, creating more memories with the kids and and just being a family more you know and not only not saying that in jersey that couldn't happen but now we have access to more things you know we can go to the beach we can go to the pool we can go you know to the the trails to the the springs mountain biking right uh, we just have more fishing if we wanted to we don't really fish but yeah we haven't learned if we wanted to you can right we could go rent jet skis the weather's always you know um agradable pleasant pleasant you know like it, we have accessibility to luxuries that we didn't have before, resources that we didn't have before to be able to be outdoors and and then create memories with our children that's not necessarily at an indoor park or 
not not knocking those things, but we have more accessibility. Yeah. And, and, and not to get it confused, like, we did do outdoor stuff in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. We used to go to... We were always hiking. Chasing waterfalls and mm-hmm. um, Delaware Water Gap or going to the lake or going to the beach. But it was we always weekends. That, yeah, it, it had to be weekends because you worked. Or if it was a holiday, you had to get up at the crack of dawn, like, at 5 o'clock in the morning and get on the road. Right. So that you can actually make it into the park because when the park was full... Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can, matter of fact, it happened to me one time. We, we were on our, our way, way to, to uh, Hapakong, and uh, my car engine died, and my family was going over there. They were there already. Yeah, they were there already, and I went over there because I was going to hang out with them and with my with my daughter actually, um, and my and I couldn't make it. Yeah. They said no, the they park is closed. We got we got park is full. Yeah, because. It was a really nice summer day. Absolutely. And I, I was there like around 8 o'clock in the morning. And there was like, nah, you, can, you, you can't make it. So Yeah. So, you know, here, whereas we can go pick up Amelia from school at 2 o'clock. And we can, you know, take a ride to the beach. And we can be there from 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And be there to about 7, 30, 8 o'clock before the sun goes down. And still have a decent beach day. So, you know, the lifestyle is absolutely different. We're grateful for that. Um, our child... Are you yawning in the podcast? You're Mm-mm. not going to go to sleep, are you? Mm-mm, not never. Oh, okay. Not never. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, the, our child's experience, childhood experience is very different. You know, Alejandro, excuse me, was born in the Dominican Republic. So was I. You know, he was there until he was about 11, 11 I was going to say 11 o'clock, until he was 11 <laughs> years old. You know, I was born there, came when I was very young. I was there every summer with my yeah, grandmother. So... You know, we experience that Dominican um, upbringing where the neighbors are family. You're always house hopping to people's houses. Your neighbors are your friends. And we're just, you know, not that we're just a big old happy jolly family, but the era that we grew up on in was where you can go outside freely. Like even in Newark, like even as bad as I speak about our experiences and what I told you that I told you guys, if you listened to the previous episode, that even though we lived in the hood, we didn't know. Like we can still go outside and play, whether it was at the at the parking lot of the building that we lived in, or in our backyard, or at our cousin's backyard. You know, we've been blessed that we both have a lot of cousins, and we were always house hopping and had an opportunity to make a childhood work within our means. For our children, it's a very different lifestyle. Um, they're not exposed maybe to the things that we were exposed to growing up, but they're outside playing in the it's dirt. They see wild animals all the time. You know, we've had had turtles, bunnies, birds, butterflies, caterpillars, all kinds of things Rabbits, in our backyard. Bees, snakes. Hornets, snakes. So you they're exposed, it. you know, they're exposed. They get to play with the neighbors. They go to the pool together. They can ride bike. They could go on the scooter. You know, it's a very different lifestyle for them. And that's one of the things that we were very adamant about, that we wanted to give our kids a similar um, upbringing as us, where we are able to be uh, in tune with nature, in tune with the outside world, but still have the safety of our home, where we didn't have to worry about stressful you know, things that they may get into. And it's not to say that here in Florida, they're not going to get into all those things because life is life. And, you know, and childhood is childhood. But we're doing our best with what we know to make sure that it's a little bit more innocent than ours was. And that's just the goal, you know. And just um, have them enjoy, right? You, you know, you want your kids to 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 
to be kids, right? Because adulting is hard. Yeah. And, and if they could enjoy this time to just be kids and, and be free and do stuff. And, At their maximum. And not be here all day, you know, just stuck to a phone or to a screen. You know, I think that that's basically the goal, just to make sure that they're well-rounded kids that, that are not just stuck to a phone or in front yeah. of the TV all day. And it is hard, right? Because, you know, it's hot out there and sometimes and they don't want to be outside. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, if you don't... They have the opportunity, at least. They have the opportunity. And if you don't show them that it's okay to be outside and, and, and see nature and, and experience nature, then, you know, who you're raising, right? Not really, because we have had people come from Jersey and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go outside. There's a snake. No, I don't want to go, right? So oh, yeah. there is that fear too. So we just wanted to make sure that they're, que sean tigres, que sean gente que no tengan miedo, right? So we're in the process. We're not, you know, the example parents, but we're doing the best within what we know, just like our parents did the best on what they know, period, you know? Um, another thing that I'm grateful for is that we're not necessarily the Disney people, you know? We're not at Disney every weekend. You know, because for us, it's a little bit unrealistic to have to drive an hour and a half to Disney and spend a whole day there in one place. For us, you know, we like to do more kind of adventurous things, kind of like... We'll drive an hour and a half anywhere. That's nothing. Yeah. But it's just, you know, we're not there right now. Yeah. And and we're, what we do is where it's a little bit more different. Like, we'll drive an hour and a half to go to the lake, to the river. Not to the lake. To the river. Spring. And there, to the spring. And there's different things to do, you know? It's not just going in the water, but there's other things. So we're just a different kind of people. And we're just sharing our journey with you just so that you can see that you don't have to be the parents that only go to Disney or the parents that only go to the beach. There are so many things to do here in Florida and you have the opportunity to choose if you move down here or if you live down here. And we're not advertising for Florida, right? If you decide to move anywhere. The, The whole idea is to let you know that even though you're where you are right now, if you don't want to be there, you don't have to be there. Right. And there's opportunities can, everywhere. There's opportunity everywhere. People always say, oh, there's no money in Florida. Yeah, but you make $100,000 in New York and that, that's not enough. That's not enough. You know? So it, it's just everything is relative, right? And 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 I guess me being in, in part of at least this, this episode of the podcast, if one thing I can... <laughs> Christina don't want to let me be permanent. Well, anyways, uh, if I could tell you one thing, it's just, you know, it's possible. You know, you can go, you can go wherever it is that you want to go and give it a try. Worst case scenario, I'm sure um, you could get back on your feet if, if something happens and you fail. Because if, if you're so afraid to failing at anything, you're not going to do anything. Right. So thanks, babe, for the advice. No. Okay. Relaxing in Florida. So the lifestyle is very different. The work ethics is very different. The people are very different. And we've learned how we have learned by force because we almost lost our marriage to relax, to take things slow, and that everything doesn't have to happen now because life is just not on our time, you know? Um, another thing that we've learned that was very different is our kids. You know, we talk about all the liberties that we have here in Florida, but don't get it twisted. You know, I'm a very tight rope, tight string around my kids, you know, and so is Ale. Like, you know, we'll go to the park, but we got 10 eyes. And the reason is because Florida is the number five, the the fifth state, biggest state for children trafficking. You know, there is a lot of pedophiles here, registered sex offenders here in Florida. So I'm not saying that you're going to, that I came down here and, you know, 
everything I've learned, I've thrown out the books. Absolutely not. You know, if my kids are playing with their neighbors, you know, I'm very cautious. You know, if we're outside, if we're going to a park, if we're going to a spring, if they're going to the pool, shoot, if they're crossing the street, I have, you know, I have eyes on those kids like a hawk because you just never know what's going to happen. If I can't see you, you can't go. Yeah, you know, you know, we don't, there's no house hopping here. You're not going to go to your friend's house and chill there. Like, you want to chill with your friends, bring them here because I know what kind of people we are. I know the our upbringing. You know, I know what I'm going to do and what I will expose you to. And I can't control the exteriors. So I am that parent that let this be the house where everybody comes to and has fun and you're going to do all your ruckus, do it, but do it here, you know, do it here where you're not going to go to somebody's backyard and you're going to end up in the woods, you know? So we, 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 we've relaxed, but we haven't lost our sixth sense, no, you know, you like can't. You can't. N- no way. And not even in, in any settings, you know, um, my daughter and my son right now currently are at a Bible camp, you know, I put stickers in their in their book bag with our name, our phone numbers, our address. You know, they have something in their pocket with our phone numbers because you absolutely just never know. You never know who you're living, what kind of people you're leaving your kids, hand, whose hands you're leaving your kids in. So I am definitely that parent that I am aware that anything can happen and that I am not the exception. You know, if it could happen to, to you, it can happen to me. Absolutely. So we're aware that we're not invincible so um wherever you are learn to relax but just know that unfortunately we live in a very cruel world you know and that everything is not peaches and and cream or butterflies and rainbows or whatever the heck the thing is because get sued now. <laughs> um another thing that we've learned to relax about was church you know last week i talked about how for me the church became a place of very daunting, you know, uh, a place where I didn't feel where I was able to be myself, my full self, that I was one person at church and one person while I was out or the typical hypocrite. Um, And that was because there was so much shame shame that came within the church that um, anything that you didn't do or that that you did, it was like, oh my gosh, you're committing the ultimate sin. When really, like, we're all humans in the, we're in the walk, we're doing the walk, and we're not necessarily perfect. Um, what we've learned here in Florida, that, that church here is very relaxed, you know. We've been to about five or seven churches here, very different um, setups, and church is one hour, you know, 15 minutes of praise, there's a 10 minute or 10 minutes between announcements and prayer, and then there's a, a message of 30 to 35 minutes. And people are a little bit more, they're relaxed. You know, they're a little bit more open. They're more loving. They're just church, different. You can go to church in shorts, um, which is what, what I think is actually truly inviting when when they want to welcome you in however you are, right? Because it doesn't matter who you are, but as long as you're there and you're interested in the word and learning about God, then... What, what does it matter if you have a tie and, 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 and slacks on mm-hmm. or, or shorts? I mean, it, as long as you're there willing to learn and, and, and understand and, and wanting to learn. Right. You know, that should, that's all it should be. Absolutely. So that has been a complete shock for us because we're so used to, like I explained, you know, we're in church three to four times a week. You're there for a long period of time on a Sunday. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily bad. I'm just sharing with you our experiences and how... 
and how we've been able to find like a medium ground. You know, the reason why I told you last week that I haven't been to church for about nine months is because the church that we were currently going to, that we were going to then nine months ago, actually um, closed down and revamped and re and changed, you know, and we didn't find another place that felt like home or that we wanted to call home. So everything has been a complete transition transition you know and even though i'm telling you about how we've learned to relax how lifestyle is better the work ethics are different you know we're happier i believe as a couple that we have we've been forced to grow together because we don't have so many forced right well well we can live we could have just been the kind of people that just get a divorce but because we had the same wants, we were forced to learn. Oh, yeah. Okay. For, In that aspect, you were Yeah, yeah. Forced to learn how to, how to, how to be married, you know? Like, it wasn't always easy, you know? We weren't a- always able to always relax, you know? Yeah. And that's just the truth, you know? It may not be your truth. You may have the perfect marriage. You marry your best friend, the love of your life. You always want to be together. And no, well... In our case, it wasn't like that. In a future episode, we're going to come back and tell you guys, you know, how we were able to make it work, how we were able to fix so much in so little time. And and when I say force, you may not like that, especially if you're like, you're super like, oh my gosh, love, why am I forced? I don't have to submit. Oh, no, we were forced because we both wanted one common thing. We wanted to raise our children together. And at the end of the day, we loved each other, right? Or, or do you love me well? Yeah, babe. Oh, Duh. okay. <laughs> like, we, we were forced by... Well, the circumstances. By the circumstances to learn if we yeah. really wanted yeah. to. If we really loved each other, if we really wanted to make this work, you know, it's a force. That's just a word. Anyway, yeah. um, I lost my train of thought, but um, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. So even though that we... that we've relaxed and we've learned to do all these things you know the next episode is me sharing with you that i flirt with the idea of moving back to jersey um he says not me and he always says i guess you're moving by yourself but even with all this glorious things and great changes you know i do flirt with the idea the next episode tune in and listen to why you know um alejandro may or not may not be there but most likely not because he hates the idea hates the idea oh i'll tell you right now it's not happening (laughs) so um i hope and my hope is always that as you're listening to the dear journey podcast that we encourage you we motivate you that we inspire you to take the necessary steps to live your dream life you know this is our dream life we wanted to move to florida we wanted a slower paced life we wanted to give our kids a better lifestyle we wanted a quality of life and we did, took the step to do it so if this inspires you to do those things we've done what we wanted to do and that's just make sure that you know that it's possible you don't have to be two crazy people like us you know you could be a single mom a single dad you could be a no husband, no wife having, no children having, single person just wanting more out of life. We want you to know that you can make it happen. You just have to make the decision. Um, we are grateful for you. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning Thank in. You. 
If you're listening on the podcast, just know that we are on YouTube. You can see the visual. You can see the facial expression. How my husband yawned earlier. How he stares at me. How he kind of, we both kind of like stare off to space. Um, (laughs) Watch us, you know. Watch us if you're a visual uh, person or listen to us on the podcast. We appreciate however you do it. Make sure that you give us um, some positive feedback. Rate our podcast. Give a thumbs up. Let us know that you are inspired or that you're listening in. Um, Alejandro, babe, thank you so much for listening. I mean, for listening. Mm-hmm. For listening to me. I listen. I listen to you. But thank you so much for being here. Thank you for not falling asleep. And thank you for your input. You know, I appreciate you. Thank you, babe. And that's all, guys. Bye. YouTube, Deuces. YouTube.com slash Dear Journey. Bye. <laughs> Touch, baby. Good job. <laughs> plug it in. Good plug. Hey guys, it's me again. Unfortunately, the YouTube video that I um, made for this podcast did not come out as I expected. Um, I used a new camera. The video came out extremely blurry and I didn't have the proper SD card. So my video was cut in half. So I just wanted to let you know what was going on. I do appreciate your support, tuning in and listening to us every week. Um, we are going to focus on that video quality and audio quality quality for you. I appreciate you. And until next time, I just wanted to keep it real with you and let you know that we are in the learning curve and that it's better to start and learn as you go than never starting because you're afraid of messing up. So I hope this encourages you just this last tidbit. Thank you so much. And until next week, can't wait to share. Bye.